0: Good morning, and welcome to this special edition of Success Life Radio. This is part three of an interview sort of drop-in experience that we're having on the Facebook Live channel each and every morning this week. This week that I've titled Hashtag Jill Week, where the marketing director for the John Maxwell team, Jill Ann Anderson, is stopping in and teaching us how to build a business around our purpose and our passion and our dreams And tomorrow we're going to begin to unpack how to make it profitable and create actionable steps. So today I want you to listen in to the lesson on what makes you dream and how to incorporate that answer with the first two questions. What makes you cry and what fills you with joy as we begin to explore building a business around our purpose and our passion? So enjoy this special edition of Success Life Radio.
1: You are listening to the Success Life Live with Eric G. Reed. Living your life of success is possible, and this is where you will get a deep dive into the mindset, habits, and routines that will let you build your life of success, starting now.
0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's success life live and day three of our drop-in with jill ann anderson and she'll be dropping in in just a minute and helping us with that idea of building a market around our passion based business remember those concepts that we've already talked into about mindset about message and about marketing knowing your joy and knowing what makes you cry and today we're gonna unpack number three as we set up for Friday's full-on Fun Friend Friday. And if you've gotten nuggets out of these two days, and I know you will today, you're gonna get so much more out of Friday. So make sure you're in the room, make sure you invite, share, like, do the things that we know we need to do to encourage others to step in and gain value as well. Um, The lesson I wanna talk to you today about as we um, sort of bridge the gap between the tune-in or the drop-in is, Admitting you're wrong isn't really saying the other person is right, or isn't giving up position of, um, that we so often think of. I, I've just seen so many people lately get in this position that they refuse to say that they're wrong because they don't want the other person, the other team, the other side, the other whatever um, to be right. And that's not what it's about. So I'm gonna really encourage you to um, slow down this morning and not only listen to um, Jill and Anderson and us stop in, but also to take a moment and listen to the message. So I've got like one second. I need you guys just to say hello, say where you're from. I just got a low battery alert, not sure how that happened. So if you'll do me a favor, fill the room while I step off. And if somebody steps in, welcome them so that they know we're here. All right, I think we're going to be good for a minute. I apologize for all of this chaos. Um, I guess that's what happens when you're um, first day of no school. (laughs) All right, well, there. See, hey, you guys did a great job of taking care of each other while I was out of the room. Um, If Jill has stepped in while I was out, do me a favor. We've had there we go thank you elizabeth you are just honestly one of like my little secret gifts um i so appreciate the way you keep me on track and help keep the room informed uh, and all the comments that you add because i do go back and listen into them so good morning everybody and i apologize for that moment of delay i have a feeling i know what happened and i'll yell at my kids later about why my charger might have been unplugged um so jill if you stopped in the room give me a minute and say hello there you are i'm gonna bring jill in i'm going to bring jill in you know how you say that and then you keep trying and trying there we go you're all probably looking at my big fat finger um so So. she'll be stopping in again remember that yesterday we talked good morning morning. morning. It's
1: one of those mornings, Eric.
0: I know. I know. You heard heard, um, that I was was struggling struggling with my technology.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm going to put on my ones because I can't find my little ones.
0: Okay. You're still gorgeous. Hang on. So as we were talking about, um, Wednesday... I've lost track of time. Tuesday was, what makes you cry? And when we asked that question, what I wanted you to do is do a little bit bigger. Don't just say, you know, this makes me cry. But ask yourself why it makes you cry and when was the first time you connected with that. And move from the external stimulant to the internal stimulant or internal memory process position. And same with what makes you laugh. Are you good? I'm good. You're good on this side. Yay! See, just, y'all, this. So, <laughs> whoops, I, need to I need to scoot. There we go. So, I want to, like, so. See, this is such a great little mini lesson, and I don't know why. There we go. Um, I screwed up this morning. Didn't, like, didn't cause the end of the world. Nobody died. My phone needed to be plugged in. I had to leave camera for a minute. Jill showed up, had the wrong headphones in, or whatever. We made it work. Yeah, I would love to look like one of those anchors or I'd love to have an entire cast and crew and production team like Oprah does. But Oprah didn't get to be Oprah because she waited until the moment she had all that. Oprah went in and there's story after story that she was like turned down by like 20 or 30 producers and she was fired half the time. And Basically, people told her that her look and her nappy hair and her voice would never sell and so maybe she should think about going behind the camera instead of front of the camera but Oprah had something to accomplish in her life and she finished going she kept going for it so here's the example you guys building a business with passion building a business with purpose building a business around what you love is not going to look glamorous and gorgeous and perfect and flawless every single time but you got to do it it's called real life it's called real life. Oh, my real life people! I did appear on a reality TV more than once, so I know real life is not real life oh. on TV. I can't even watch reality TV anymore because I know what they're doing. Um, so, good morning, and thank you for day
1: three. Good morning. It is. It's day three, so we're on our third question. So, everybody that has been following along. Um, you've gone through the three questions so the first one is what makes you cry the second one was what makes you laugh or brings you joy and Eric you couldn't have picked a more perfect introduction for a person for us to talk about the third question because the third question if you're ready is everybody ready do you have your pens paper right it is what do you dream about what do you dream about now Oprah had a dream and she didn't let all of that stuff that you just unpacked with her right you're telling her story she had all kinds of hiccups she had all kinds of people saying, "Oh, mm, not nope, you're not the right person. Get behind the camera." She had she has one heck of a story and she never gave up on her dream. And so that is question number 3. Now, I I sometimes don't like to play favorites with my questions. But sometimes. (laughs) It's like
0: kids. You don't tell them which one is the favorite, but we all know there's one that we'd rather be on a long car trip with than the other one.
1: Right. And this one is a perfect example because I just absolutely love staying focused on our dream. And here's why. How many of us that are gonna, that are watching right now or are going to watch the replay, make decisions for life and business based on our past
0: results. Or the survival instinct.
1: When you stay focused on your dream You have present moment awareness and you also stay future focused. Yes. So present moment awareness allows you to make those decisions based on your future focus, which is your big fat dream. Not, I'm here in the present moment, and, hmm, Jill, I've tried that before. Oh, because we, we have a whole hour tomorrow where we're gonna yeah. take step by step through this. Now, I know for a fact that I can, I can predict with almost 100% accuracy that there will be someone watching that's gonna say to themselves, maybe not even out loud, oh, that Jill, I've already tried that. She doesn't get it. No, I get it. But you tried that based on a decision you made based on a past performance.
0: Exactly. I, I've heard it said, I don't. maybe I'm going to get it wrong. So it was stop trying to fit your dream into your current life. Fit your life into your dream. Absolutely. We so often take pieces of our dream and try and figure out how we can make it work based on our current situation, our current income, our current life, our current versus saying, wait a minute, no, how do I move my life that I'm currently in into my dream? Because as you said, we look at our past, we look at our experience, we look at our current situation and say, that won't work because last time I tried it, the kids wouldn't give me 30 minutes to do yoga by myself, or that won't work because every time we start to save money something bad happens and we have to spend the savings on new tires for the car or that won't happen because there's this woman in my neighborhood that every time I start to sell product X, Y, Z, she jumps on board and she knows everybody on the tennis club and she beats me too. Like we have this history of why it will never work. Uh-huh. And I always laugh because the person that experienced it, why it doesn't work, doesn't even exist anymore because they have the experience
1: of that path. And so when we stay future focused on our dream, we are we are able to give that laser focused present moment attention to our daily steps. And when we take our attention and focus it instead of the past into present moment It opens up a new level of awareness and and for those of you that have no idea what I'm talking about just give it a try stay focused in the present moment as we take these steps through to tomorrow because we're going to start putting them together that when you stay totally unattached to the outcome and I think that's where people get stuck is they say well Jill if I if I look at my dream and I make one decision today and you'll make more than one decision obviously but this very decision this very moment if I if I stay in the present moment and unattached to the outcome so what, what does that say about what you want that dream to look like, feel like? What does it look like when you're living and breathing in that future? So it's not so much the outcome. And see, this is where I think people get mixed up is they say, well, I want to have a business. I want to have like, I want to, I want to have million in the bank and it's all of this external stuff. It's who do you want to be? What does your life look like in that future?
0: And so we had a question and I think that's a great point is what the question was, what if you don't know what your dream is? And I think often that question pops up because we're so external, like, the house, the car, the bank account, the number of schools that we built in, you know, far off Africa, whatever it is, it's so external that it's hard to see now to then. Go back to the question of yesterday. What makes you laugh? What brings you joy? And then say, if I could live in that moment, that feeling, that experience for an hour, two hours, three hours a day, how would that feel? What would my life look like? What would my... Like, what would I be wearing, doing, smelling, tasting, feeling if I could live in that moment of what made me laugh or brought me joy more consistently? And that really is the beginning of the birth of the dream, because then you're like, man, if I could be in that experience more often, what would it require me to do now to get to that experience more often?
1: Yes. And then more often
0: becomes bigger, deeper, wider, thicker
1: yes and this is the purpose of the three questions they're the three magical questions that that go back to day one the first question what makes you cry and look at your notes take a highlighter and and highlight key words that that really tug at your heart then go to day two look at all of the words that you wrote take a highlighter highlight those your dream has always been within you. You've just lacked the awareness of what it is. So, you do, I truly believe you know what your dream is. What gets us unable to birth that dream is the busyness of life. We do not quiet down long enough to hear. Source, God, whoever you believe in, whatever you believe, spirit, come through us and and open up that awareness. We can't hear the voice if we're too caught up in the busyness of life.
0: And that busyness of life often is consumed with external things. Yes. And so... When we look at these three questions, and as we set up for tomorrow's more, like like we could get more. I feel like yeah. we've just been through the all-you-can-eat dessert buffet. <laughs> this is just going to be fabulous.
1: Um, it's like
0: when you're on the cruise ship and you order the midnight chocolate buffet delivered to your room. It's just like oh yeah. Um, it doesn't get any better. Uh, shows you my level of joy. Um, But the three questions are not separate. What makes me cry? What brings me joy? And what do I dream are not three separate objects, three separate silos, three separate questions. If you listen to yourself, you'll see that, wait a minute, you know, this is what makes me cry. This is what this is. This is a pain. This is the, the joy that I would feel either moving out of that pain or moving into another place. And what do I dream about? Though it may, at some point, contain a beachfront house or schools in Africa or leading, a, you know, an aerobics class, what brings your dream is to have that feeling, that joyful feeling, that awakened spirit present more deeply, more completely in your life, and then the lives of the people that you're entitled to touch.
1: Right, and the I'm telling you. The only way you're going to discover that if if you're listening and you're saying, I don't know what my dream is, I want you to rephrase that and say, I don't have the awareness yet of what that dream is, and then take daily steps to go into pure, quiet being. That's it. Don't do whatever you can do, even if it's five minutes of just being.
0: Very much. And you
1: will, you will see that dream begin to emerge.
0: So, and you guys got to hear the the subtlety, but the complexity, when you say I don't have, you've defined that you are coming from a place of lack that it doesn't exist that there is no solution so your brain basically says oh okay i'll stop searching for it if you say we don't have it i've got more important things to do like keep you breathing and pump your heart so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna look for it if you say i lack the awareness or show me teach me guide me lead me and sit in silence your brain's like oh you've just given me a job to do I need to go figure out what your dream is. I'll be right back. And off it goes and does its thing. It helps bring into you that awareness, that space. So when I often don't have an answer, rephrasing the don't, I'll say, okay, just show me. Just Like, like, okay, I know it's in there. It's like looking for my car keys. I know it's in. I know they exist. I just don't see it. And so I'll just like, okay, show me. Guide me, tell me, teach me. Like, and sometimes I'll do it out of frustration. Sometimes I'm a little more in tune and I'll sit quietly and have the right music playing and go into a meditative state. But you need to allow yourself to go someplace you haven't gone before. And that's both in mind and body and spirit. And to do that, you've got to say it exists. I just don't know where to look yet. So show me.
1: And... I'm going to also add on to that, absolutely spot on, that my personal experience has been that sometimes I do get it like when I'm actually in the moment. Here's, when I, here's what I've discovered since moving to Jupiter is I used to, like I meditate every day and I'll, I'll go now, walk on the beach and I will just be feeling the water in the sand on my feet, and I'll have a nice old long conversation with the man upstairs. And I'll say, you know, this is this is what's happening. This is what's going on. This is what I need your guidance from. And 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 have a great talk. And I don't necessarily get an answer right then and there. God gives me exactly what I need at every moment. So I have to stay unattached to the outcome. I may go to speak to spirit, God, whoever, and say, this is, this is what I need help with. I'm human. I already have like an idea of what I want. Like I kind of have an idea of the outcome, right? And then all of a sudden I'll be walking through my day and bam, Something will be brought into my awareness, whether in most of the time it's through another person, right? We're all spiritual beings. Most of the time, those things get delivered to us by other people. That's why it's so important for us to surround ourselves with other people who, who buy into the belief. They don't accept us for who we are today. They go, we know you're so much better and we can't wait to watch you emerge into that best future ever dream
0: it's it's funny in part as a coach and i think it's i'll i'll be talking to somebody and they'll be like oh my gosh oh my and they're like you know it's like you can feel and it's like that's exact oh how did you know and it's like because you asked for it i'm not some magical being unicorn dancing i just Heard it and delivered it to you because you weren't hearing it in your own conversation, your own voice, your own, like you are sitting right on top of it and you're not hearing it. And that's often having a coach, having a mentor, having those trusted friends, having a network that they're like, um, I hate to point out the obvious, but you know, you got spinach in your teeth kind of thing. And they're like, oh my gosh, really? It's like, yeah, it's, it seems so clear to me but because of our doubts because of our fears because of our insecurities because as we talked about at the beginning we're pulling from history not from future we don't see it
1: well and it goes back to the three core concepts mindset message and marketing right so this takes us back to you know if you don't if you think you don't know your dream you know your dream it just needs to you just need to have awareness a new awareness of what that is stay with it be patient give it go through the questions again steps one and two questions can be flipped around you can do step you can do the second question first and the first question second you you got to keep the dream question the third question
0: yeah that one
1: can't come first
0: And so, and that's exactly where I think we make mistakes as mompreneurs, solopreneurs, dadpreneurs, entrepreneurs, is we have this dream and then we try and find the vehicle that matches to it. Like, okay, I need to earn, you know, $100,000 so I can have a horse farm in the middle of Maine. So how am I going to get there? Well, and then we try and take other people's playbook of how they did it and we try and use that to arrive at our dream point. And it's like, well, why is this not fitting? Why is this falling apart? Why am I not making money? Why am I frustrated? Why is this not taking off? Because none of it really belongs to you internal. And that's why I love when we talked about building your dream from your purpose, not from other people's playbook, is that so often as entrepreneurs, we? We we borrow other people's things out of insecurity. Now it's great to have references and tools and, and resources, but the playbook has to be your own. It has to be you down on the field getting the bumps and bruises, nicks and and bangs, if you want to score the final touchdown.
1: Right. And and if you, you know, listen. This is this is. Uh, I'll give you a sneak peek into what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the money it's the money mindset, right? We're gonna go back to the mindset and it's let's face it, we need to if if you're going into business and you're an entrepreneur, part of this whole equation eventually is money, right?
0: <laughs> like let's not like I, I love all of you, but you're not saints and there's no more room left on top of Saint Peter's for you, so let's let's shift it.
1: Right. I mean, you can't just go out and and say, can I take up an offering for the Jill and Anderson show? No. Right. And the reality is, is that if the most the majority of your viewers, Eric, are in the personal growth business, we're all saying basically the same thing. Let's have some truth talk.
0: Now, I say it better than most. I'm going to put that part in there.
1: (laughs) There you go. But because you stay in your area of passion and influence and you've built that out of you, you just have tools and resources that that you've bought and are valuable things that you can go and, and access. But... I look at the John Maxwell team and go, whoa, we have so many awesome things that, that are at our disposal at team as team members to help us build businesses, be better coaches, be the best speaker, be the best trainer. But I'm not John Maxwell. I mean, I, don't, I hope nobody says I look like him, and I certainly <laughs> don't. I mean, first of all, I'm a girl. Okay. I don't know if you can tell that, but it, it's a resource that I use. It's me who is delivering it. And that is what I need to base my business on. I think That's how I'm going important. to make money.
0: And I tell this to fellow JMTers all the time. And I'm going to say it one more time, probably a thousand more times. John, Paul, Roddy, Chris, Christian, none of them want to be in front of you when it comes to your business. They want you, your idea, your brand, your message, your voice, your character, your history, your story in front, and they want you dipping into the well that they provided you to do that bigger, better, deeper, more thoroughly. So often we try and put those role models, those teachers, those coaches at the front And move them forward. And as you said, people don't recognize you as John Maxwell when you do that. But when you flip it and you stand in front, they recognize you as Jill Ann and that you've got this body of resources that you brought to them through your lens, through your history, through your own voice.
1: And that is what we're going to move into tomorrow is we're going to take these three things, which is the next step that I do with my clients is we take the three questions and we take the dream and we create the message, step number two, to then go out to the marketplace.
0: So we're, we these three days, we've kind of gotten our mindset straight, getting the ideas in here. We're starting to develop a bit of a message. we kind of touching on the marketing, um, on the idea of that, what do we connect to? What do those around us connect to when we speak tomorrow, we're going to pull it all together so that you guys can start to understand that what makes me cry, what makes me laugh and what makes me dream aren't things that you write down in a journal set to the side and then create a whole nother business from someplace else. Exactly. Though that may sustain you for a season, it's not going to be what drives you to get out of bed and keep going when you need to go to the next level.
1: Right. And then that is what allows you to say, "Okay, now, how am I going to make money doing this? Let me look at the tools in my tool belt and let me let's just say it's a webinar. Again, sneak peek into tomorrow. I don't want to dive too deep in this, but. Let's say it's a webinar, Eric. Based on what you talked about the past two days, your webinar is going to focus on something about kids feeling worthy. Yes, yes. or no?
0: It could. It could very easily, and I would be so jazzed to do it. Right. And I would, it would be, be easy. on the monetary result as the primary reason for doing it.
1: Exactly. So then, I say it would be easy, it really could be, the steps to do it might be difficult, but as you're doing it, it's going to seem easy, because you're working from a place that sparked your emotion, and you, and purpose, and passion, and know that you're taking steps to fulfill
0: a dream. Yes. And that's, and that's what... That's why I've done 800 some of these success life lives is because I know that somewhere between number 100 and number 500, somebody will be like, I'm going to take this step. And I see them launch. I see them grow. I see them step into a new awareness of who they are. That bridge of I'm a piece of dog to that bopping hair I see repeated over and over as a coach that I'm just like, yes, this is so cool. And And the fun part for me is... I don't need to stay always engaged in the long process because once I know the train's got momentum, I know it's gonna make an impact. And I'm just like, man, when I get to the other side, when I get to heaven and I get to look down and see all of these echo spots of things that took off that I never got to see the ending to, I'm just gonna be like, oh, yep. cool, oh, cool. I can't believe that happened because of, yeah, they connect the dots. Yep. That's what I think heaven is all about. You just get to sit back and connect all the dots. And you just go like, yes, I now get it. Wow!
1: Yeah, exactly. What a joy. I mean, isn't that ultimately a joy as well? You know. Yeah. So very cool. I, I so yeah. Tomorrow, to you know, yeah. Ahead. Tomorrow is is going to be us putting those three steps together and starting to uh, sketch out a message. And I'm also going to help you put together a few marketing things that you can use. So you're not going, like literally you will walk away with a couple, I'm hoping of at least two deliverables. And I say I hope because I'm, I can only rely on, on the fact that I'm trusting you're doing your homework. So it's super important for you, if you haven't done your homework yet, to do questions one, two, and three and have those at the table ready when we sit down tomorrow because you've got me for a whole hour, right? You, Is I, it an I hour? I could
0: do the whole day, but my family did say we have a noon cut
1: off. <laughs> okay, so so we will take a dive and, and I always, listen, with my entrepreneurs, and and my time is valuable and all of your time is valuable. I want to make sure that you have at least one, if not two, collaterals along with a marketing message that you can, when you leave tomorrow's Facebook Live, that, that you're ready to go.
0: I have a little one that didn't read the door sign. Um, <laughs> there's the door and wait. It's on red. We have red dot, green dot.
1: <laughs> there so, we go. Um, we
0: will jump in again tomorrow morning. You guys, make sure that you 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 show up ready with your notebooks and that you're prepared. See, she understood when I said red dot, green dot. She went back and checked it. <sighs> She's my high D. It says red, like and she'll still walk through it. Um, yeah. <laughs> make sure you show up with your homework. If you're like, I missed number one or I missed number two. They're down in the feed, it's over on the YouTube, and I've been trying to get the podcast pushed together so you can listen to it in audio format. And that's up if you wanna just look or email me, I'll send you the link for those. They're up on Blog Talk Radio, as well as iTunes, Schedule, and all the others. Um, I've had a, it's funny because when I'm doing the podcast, I get to go back and listen to the message as I'm trying to edit and piece the things together, so. Make sure you go back and listen to those if you haven't. And and truthfully, if I were you, I would probably bookmark them, save them, do something so that next week, sort of in slow motion, you can really like, okay, I'm turning this into my free little mini mastermind course and building my business with person, purpose and profit built into it. Yes. Love it. All right. I can't wait, wait for tomorrow.
1: tomorrow. All right, bye bye. Have a good day at the office. You too, bye. Bye-bye.
0: So, I wanted to talk a little bit about our lesson for today about saying um, just because you're, you're, you're wrong doesn't mean the other person wins. And this sort of came up in a conversation that the other day I've I, I really noticed, and I'm not going to be political, that we've gotten into this huge division. In our country and in our politics and in our, it's seeping down into our families and into our schools and it seems like our position has become that if i admit i'm wrong i'm saying the other person is right and i'm not going to give them that win no matter what the cost with my relationships with my health with my family with my finance i'm not willing to give the other person the win so i will stand where i'm at even if i have to die for this even though i know i'm wrong Come on, people. Being wrong is not a failure. Being wrong is simply saying, based on the information, based on my awareness, based on my perspective, based on what was presented to me at the moment, I made a decision that now, through time, through hindsight, through new awareness, through experience, through other things, I'm not as confident was the right decision. So I'm willing to forfeit being right or wrong and simply. Take a new position all right often when I work with with couples or with one side of a relationship that's in struggle with the other side they get into this divided position that if I tell him he's right then I'm never gonna hear the end of it I didn't say you had to say they were right I was simply saying you had to be able to say that where you stood at the time you said that you lacked whatever you needed or that since then you have gained new awareness And you'd like to come back and discuss it, review it, change your position, change your topic, change your your ideas. And so this idea of admitting that I was wrong is somehow about letting the other person win is not the way we want to do things. Alright, so I will take this message from today's Facebook Live. I will put it together as part of our um, podcast for you guys to listen into. Um, being wrong is guidance to learn. Yeah, thank you, Kelly. I appreciate you saying that. Being wrong is guidance to learning. Sometimes it's just, and apologizing doesn't mean you're wrong. It's We've, we, we've got to quit holding oh. these positions that we're not willing to shift from because we're afraid we're going to give something up. And that's all ego-based. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, folks. To just simply say the the statement, the position, oh, the idea God. that I had before... Oh has now shifted based on something else. All right? And so I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Yeah, she's down there. Um, I will see you guys tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for Success Life Live. Till then, go out and live your life with success. Enjoy little kids dancing in and out. All right, say, hi, this is me. Um, all right, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget, Jill will be joining us again, and I'll get the podcast out for you by noon. Till then, have a great day. Bye-bye. i hope you enjoyed this special edition of success life radio it is the rebroadcast from this morning's facebook live if you haven't been a part of that i invite you to join me on my facebook channel each and every weekday morning at 8 a.m eastern where i do a mini lesson as well Um, we've been fortunate this week to have the marketing director for the john maxwell team jill Ann anderson stepping in and sharing us how to build a passion-based, purpose-based, dream-based business. And tomorrow, we're going to talk about the actionable steps to begin to move that towards a profitable business. So I hope you'll join me tomorrow. And until then, go out and live your life with success. It is yours, and you are fully worthy of it, my friend, fully worthy of it.
1: thank you for being a part of Success Life Live. If you enjoyed today's show, remember to subscribe and follow to stay up to date on new releases. And to find out about upcoming teaching and events, head over to ericgreed.com. Till next time, go out and live your life of success.